Hey, it's Jamie Sumner, left guard from 1994-95, and this is the Bunch of Nuts podcast with my boys Dan and Cass. Go Bucks! Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. This is Dan. I'm here with Big Cass. Big Cass, my guy. You are the good luck charm for Ohio State basketball. I think it's uh, confirmed at this point. Uh, uh, your record's outstanding. Was it like four and one against top five teams? Something like that. I mean, even my record for football is really good. I mean, men's basketball, I've seen them lose to Florida. I've seen them lose to Indiana, Purdue. Um, I've seen them lose to. I've seen him lose to University of Texas versus Arlington. <laughs> I mean, I think I've seen him lose against Ruck. I want to say Rutgers or Nebraska, one of the two. But when it comes to top five games, I've seen them win. Like it's it's insane. Um, with the men's side, I'm three and one, and then when the women's, I'm one and zero. Oh. I mean, um. Which so it's incredible game, incredible game. Like you know, it's an incredible game for leading off a primarily like football and basketball show with women's basketball because like the game, like Cass, it, it was a packed out shot and scene center. It looked amazing on TV. Iowa was up like ten, I think, at one point. The ladies made the comeback. Yeah, I close out overtime. Yeah, amazing. I told my wife. I told my wife when we went down 10, I was like, I don't think Ohio State has enough firepower to win. It's, yeah, it, that's what I said, it, too. I'm like, I kind of, like, started walking away from my screen. I, I mean, it kind of reminded me, like, of the game where we went to in the Duke game where, I, I mean, I told my wife, I was like, I just don't think we have a, a firepower to come back. And then how many times when we went to the Duke game, did we look at each other? Okay, if Ohio State doesn't cut the lead within this, and then we end up staying the whole time. I mean, I, my wife and I, we weren't going to leave anyways because it was a noon tip. It wasn't like a nine o'clock tip at night, and, you know, like we were. Um, but like, it was just unbelievable how Ohio State and Coach McGuff drew up his game plan. Uh, he knew the bigs, the big, the bigs for I were in foul trouble, so he said, "You know what." JC and uh and he knew Taylor Thier was in foul trouble. He's like, okay, JC, you're JC and um I, I forget Celeste Taylor, feed Cody, feed Cody the rock and let her cook. And that's what happened. Um, they frustrated the hell out of Caitlin Clark. Uh granted, Caitlin Clark, 45 yeah, like points. 50, she still right? she still she did do her thing, but <laughs> she only had seven assists and they frustrated her because none of one, none of her teammates that seemed like um, were doing their thing. No, and, it was literally all her, like all her teammates, yeah. were like not, they're not. Yeah. Good. And it's all, it's all like, her. and like once things started not going, I was way, you could see it in Caitlin Clark. Like she's, I, I'm sorry. She's a diva. She's a big baby. She's a like, when things weren't going her Iowa or her way, she was pit. She was pissed, plain and simple. Like she would flop up her she's hands. The she's the best women's player I've ever seen. Oh yeah, for I sure. Know. Like she was put. Like Jay, you, it didn't matter who you put on her. She was making shots, but she started miss. But when she was getting frustrated, she started missing shots. She started missing free throws. 
and Cody McMahon was just cooking. She's so consistent. She's got a dog in her, dude. She is. She was just – she played such a great game of basketball. I mean, look, what we witnessed, Fred McGuff just coached Coach that. McGuff. <laughs> Coach McGuff, whatever. Kevin or Fred? I Kevin. It's Ke- why don't I keep calling him Fred? I don't know why. I think it was. I keep call. calling him. I keep Fred calling him Fred too. So don't worry. Kevin, <laughs> whatever McGuff, he just coached like we're so scarred from watching Holtman that like if we go down ten, it's we know it's over. So yeah. like we watched the guy coach actual basketball like well, and you know he ran the offense, he ran the defense. They tightened the margins and they made the comeback. And like mm-hmm. like even JC Sheldon was getting to the rim, making some plays. But yeah, it was really Cody McMahon played incredible. Yeah. I mean. It was a great yeah, Celeste, Celeste Taylor, and then you know, I can't say her. Rebecca Miyakoshova, she hit a couple threes. Um, couple girls hit a, th- you know, a lot of players for Iowa State were making shots that were like I looked at my wife, I was like, they don't usually make those, and you know, nobody in the Silver Bulletin watches more women's basketball than Big Cass. I probably watch more women's basketball than the men's right now. I will admit that. Just I mean, because I, I'm I'm I, sick and tired of watching more the women's at this point. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of watching the men's. Like I really am. Like I've maybe watched a little bit of men's basketball this year, and that was the tail end of the Penn State game this year, and that was five minutes of the Nebraska game this year. I've watched. You know, I've watched more than that. That's just recently. I watched a little bit of the Nebraska game. I saw you that all, a women's I, game. <laughs> yeah, I went to a women's game. Like. I had season tickets to the women's but a few years ago when Kelsey Mitchell was there. So, like, I – to me, as a broadcaster, too, when I do basketball, I prefer calling girls games because, to me, there's more passion in girls. In girls because yeah, that's what you mean. Um. In the men's and boys level, there's so much like, like you still, like there's a NBA is the goal. The WNBA is not worth a crap. Like, like once most of these girls that graduated women's basketball, like hey, JC Sheldon's not going to the league. Who is the girl? Uh, Taylor Mike Mike. Uh, Mike Sell. Yeah. Mike Sell. Yeah. She got. She was like a first round pick and then got cut by the Indiana team. Yeah. Yeah, like, like it's like, and she was like a high first round pick too, because it's just like they don't, they can't, they don't pay their first round picks. Like it's no. ridiculous. No, and that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I prefer. I just feel like there's more passion because there's the unknown with women's basketball. At least with men's, you have more opportunities to go play overseas, play in the G League, go play in the NBA, play college basketball. It's even in the high school level for me that I prefer. Went girls basketball. Do you think that's just me? Has it hit you that you went and like witnessed a probably a very historic game for the sport? I feel like because that like cast like the numbers were out like that was the most watched women's college basketball game I think of all time. The most watched. It was the largest crowd for a women's indoor sport in the history of women's sports. It's what collegiate for collegiately. And it was a great game, like, and like Caitlin Clark's arguably the goat. So it's like she watched the goat by a team. Uh, what like a, made, team yeah, one. the thing is, is what made me mad is her flop. Her flop yeah. fight with the fan took away all that history from the media. All, what did the media instantly after the game? 
They mm-hmm. talked about Caitlin Clark and the run in with the with the fan. They didn't talk about the history and what the Buckeyes did. My question is not not the flop, not the fan running into because like both angles show one's a flop and one's a one's a hit, direct hit. So like I don't know. But my question is, if you watch the video, there's a dude who runs in wearing like a white Ohio State basketball jersey who looks like he's on the team. But like, he's not on the team. This dude, like, no one even noticed this guy in full uniform just run right by, like, literally wearing a number one jersey. I'm like, is that some Ricky Harris? Yeah, it it was. She plays on the bet. She plays on the team. She's the one that made sure Kate McClark was okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, who was that? Um. She's, she hit a she hit a three pointer in the game. She just her hair's so short that you thought it was a guy. Oh, I'm terrible. No, <laughs> I was like, why does that look but like, like guys? What was so funny is nobody uh, the fan got up and ran right, like because the adrenaline. But have they found nobody, her? No, I don't know. Like, what's crazy is I think she flopped. I think because if you look at the one angle, the fan saw her and was trying to avoid her, and Caitlin Clark ran right into her. So that's just my opinion. I and I didn't even know I had the video on my phone until the next day. I was gonna post a meme that was like Caitlin Clark pushing the fan, and then like the the um there's like a picture of like Jabril Peppers like pushing a fan and just be like say like Spider-Man meme. <laughs> yeah, so I mean it was great. It was awesome. You know, every Iowa shirt there or that wasn't the fan friends and family was a Caitlin Clark shirt. So she's it. She's she's the real deal man and she I mean I'm glad she lost. Um but uh, I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> now, hey, the men's beat Penn State like they should have and then got beat by the Bad Friends podcast really bad the other night in Nebraska. Yeah. That dude, that was so funny. You're like you sent me the you sent me this thing you're like, "Oh, uh the the Bad Friends podcast is beating them." I'm like, who the hell is the Bad Friends podcast? And then you sent me the picture. I'm like, oh, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. And that, yeah. That's literally so true, bro. Like, couldn't have said it better. That one yeah, guy, I mean, the guy who looked like Andrew Santino, hit like, he had like 30-something points. It was ridiculous. He had like a career night. Yeah. They shot the I ball. Stopped. Yeah, I stopped watching. We were, I stopped watching when we had we blew the lead. And they went up by eight, and I was like, okay, it's over. Like, and I don't know if you guys, you know, know this in my voice. I, I've already tired, you know, I have, for the first time in four years, I test positive for COVID. So, like, I was done. I was already exhausted from it. Like, I was done watching them. And then I wake up the next morning and see that we lost by how 14. I was like, oh, and then Holtman coming out and calling his team soft and, and I'm just like, this guy needs to go. I'm not watching another minute of college Ohio State men's basketball for a while. And he just has to go. He has you know, to go. You know what's funny, too? Everyone's like, the sky's falling right now. We're not making the tournament. And it's like, we're 13 and six. I like, if you get to 20 games in the regular season in the Big Ten, you're making the tournament. You're, like, Especially you- a win versus. Alabama in the in the regular season. Like, oh, that's literally been the formula for Holtman. You get like in the UCLA win, like those are two big wins. Yeah, 
to be like, and then you just pr- pr- present that and you win like 20 games and then you show like a nice winning record to the committee and you're like, hey, we might be, I bought the 68 spot in Dayton. Like, <laughs> well, I will say this. I mean, I have, I'm, if we go back to the women's right now, they are trailing to Illinois right now in the fourth quarter. And you would think, okay, where are all their points from? Actually, they're winning 51 49. They just took the lead um, on Peacock. They're playing Illinois right now, and it's 51-49 with 6.19 to go in the fourth quarter. But, like, it's it's crazy with the men's. It's like they have a shot. They have – they got Illinois coming up at home, a big win. They have to win that. That one's the must win. Um, they got Northwestern as well. My issue with them is will – they play for Holtman after being called soft. That's a phenomenal question. Um, you know, I don't know. I would assume yes, because they, I think they have some pretty good leadership with like Bruce Thornton, I think is a pretty good leader. Um, I feel like Roddy's pretty prideful. Like, I feel like it's a prideful group. I think they under, they're mature too. I think they understand that his job's on the line. So they're going to want to play for him. I think, too, like, but with Bowen Hardman coming off the bench and kind of, like, showing you what he can do, he he might need to be out there a little more. Like, we might need a little more offense and some shooting at some times. I think that's been a real issue of Ohio State. He might be an answer, to be honest. And, and what's crazy is you knew it was a downfall of the game against Nebraska is when the fans, when Bonner missed three free throws oh. after being – a boner. It was such a great tactic. Like they're just going boner, boner. <laughs> and, and he misses all three. He missed all, yeah, all three completely shook. Um, which is and it, like I like I thought at that point you would make at least two of them. Like I, I like I feel like he's had to have been called that before. I would have been laughing, honestly. I just <laughs> I don't know how how he met, missed all those. Yeah, it, it's it's nuts. It's nuts. But on another news, football news, switching gears. This, sorry guys, this is a quicker. Yeah, this is a quick episode. Um, you know, Cass has COVID. Yeah, Cass has COVID. That's the headline. Cass has COVID. Cass has COVID. Poor Cass. No. <laughs> football news. We got some football <sighs> news. Great. Yeah. yeah. First off, we'll start with a minor detail. Schlegel, friend of the show, temporary, temporary there. He he's had temporary. He's in the system. We saw the we saw yeah. the, he's he has his email address and his title set up, so he's definitely there. Can confirm. Yeah, he he is in the strength and conditioning, and you know I'm excited for it. You know, just for a little bit, and it's going to be fun. I saw them in the video today. I love I love too that like Caleb Downs is already there doing workouts, but mm-hmm. that was awesome, by the way. He's he's jacked. Like he's got some jacked biceps. I'll get there though. I, I'll get there. Yeah, I, I will I will say I love this new the new old tactic that they're bringing back. They brought back the tradition of the plain scarlet and gray shirts, like you're and you have to earn that block O. I love that factor now. And, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun to see Bill O'Brien, you know, bringing that back as well. I just, 
I'm so excited for this year. I, I um, like, in the, I like the the workout they're doing with the the balls, like throwing it on the wall, like. They were throwing it so hard. I felt like they were trying to break through like the wall in the Woody mm-hmm. Hayden, break it down like with the ball. Like that's so like I think they're implementing new techniques too, from what I've seen. Oh yeah. I think I think you're gonna this is gonna be quite interesting. I can't wait to see what they continue to do in the strength and conditioning. I'd love to see Schlegels there a full year. Kind of be like the Dwight Schrute of strength and conditioning, the assistant. <laughs> the assistant to the uh <laughs> regional the assistant to the uh um strength and conditioning coach <laughs> I mean, well do you think uh, I think response to Michigan because Michigan arguably they they're saying they have the number one strength coach lately in the country so like do you I think, think bring, bringing on Schlegel is kind of like to to t- like counter that because I feel like it is it is but I also think it's a, a thing where Mickey Marotti is going to be like we have – I'm tired of hearing this. I'm tired of hearing the Lou Holtzes of the world saying that we're soft and um, and we're not tough. And I, I think that's another reason is because he's going to – like he's toughness. Like I think – I think uh, I think Mickey Marotti wants to bring that back. And I think Ryan Day is not – Ryan Day is throwing in all the cards right now. I, I love that. I love that like the Buckeye linebackers are heavily like invested in this program. Like yeah, like Schlegel or Knight. <laughs> I think even got the, like the players like Heartline and stuff, so it's a uh, it's good to see. It's just good to see that the players are like, yep. you know. Well, it looks like the Lady Buckeyes are starting to pull away. Four minutes to go, they're up fifty six forty nine. So good for them, <laughs> big time. Number one team in the country, in my eyes. Yeah. Well, South Carolina is really good though. Yeah. And then it However, have Paige buckets again. Yeah. Yeah, so it's gonna be a crazy. It's honestly, this might be one of the best women's tournaments ever. Um, but you know what the best thing ever is? What? Harbaugh is gone. Lord, thank you. <laughs> where Where is people getting this notation that he's three and five against the Buckeyes? He didn't coach this year. Sharon Moore did. Like, yeah, no, I think they're saying like I think their <laughs> argument is. And it's really stupid because it's he's not three and five. They're just saying it because they're you, saying, oh, he like it's his team, so his team. But well, he didn't. This go- is a good way to trigger Michigan fans. It's you so- can't say this right here. You can't say Harbaugh is three and five if you're going to claim Sharon Moore is one and zero. I feel like you also got to give Ryan Day the COVID year. I think we got to put Ryan Day at two and three. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm, I'm serious. Like you can't, you cannot claim that Jim Harbaugh is three and five, went three and five against the Buckeyes, and then claim Sharon Moore is one and zero. Yeah, you can't. It's one or the other. By the way, I, I like your mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Looks nice. <laughs> I, like, what are you telling me? Like, I, I'm literally in my basement right now. I, that triggered me today. I was just like. No, what I me about the Michigan fans, there's there's a there's like a bunch of these Michigan fans out there that like it's like you're when you post on Twitter, it's like your fucking resume and you gotta like you gotta explain who you are, like like where you live, so like all this stuff. So like they leave you because they like try to nitpick you like how they're more high and mighty, and you're like, Well, no, that's how like this works. Like it's just they're so <laughs> ridiculous. And it's all 
it's always the one it's always the ones with uh it's always the ones that have like 21 followers <laughs> 21 followers and it's not like a profile picture of a like a national championship thing and then like uh, their their headers like the background of the stadium and it said join January 2nd, 2024. <laughs> they're like they're like the old they're like the old Clemson fans, like after Clemson won the natty, and like you but like at least those accounts would have like 40 followers and like they yeah. were a little longer. They're just like people in the south who just don't use Twitter well. <laughs> right. But dude, I'm happy. Um we all know like we all know it's Sharon Moore is going to be the coach. We all know it. Like yeah. they have to post it for legally seven days, the job or something. Like they might, they might bring in. I heard like Bob Stoops, not uh, not Bob, Mike Stoops, the one at Kentucky. He, they might bring him in for like an interview. They might bring in like some other people to appease people. I wouldn't be shocked if like Tom Brady just takes an interview, just just so they can oh, we interview someone. They also had PJ Fleck and uh um PJ Fleck and Brian Kelly on the watch list. Dude, bring PJ Fleck to Michigan so bad. You know what the beauty, beauty you know what the beauty of that is? <laughs> PJ Fleck would come PJ Fleck would come to Michigan and want to row the boat as Jim Harbaugh's jumping ship. So <laughs> that would be hilarious. That <laughs> I would love to see that. I mean, heck, I'm sure there's another. They might interview Jack Harbaugh just to be <laughs> – what they ought to do is hire Lou Holtz. They have – Ward Manual, you have the chance to do the funniest thing ever. Get Lou Holtz a job at Michigan, head coach. Like, let's be honest. If the NCAA inv- like sanctions come down, and like even if like something happens to Sharon, call up Lou Holtz for the game. Like, <laughs> like you know how like Wisconsin brings in Barry Alvarez, like Ward Manual. You got to bring in Lou Holtz if like you need a coach for the game. Lou Holtz for Friday, day, November thirtieth. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I like to know where Lou Holtz is. <laughs> I like to know where Lou Holtz is right now. I'll and never be. Mark May will commentate. <laughs> I'll never be. That'd be that was awesome at your house. Most most everybody was drunk but me, and Ryan Day does that. Lost <laughs> <laughs> uh... it. That honestly, like. I know it stunk losing to Missouri and uh that was the best that was the best moment of the year was the Notre Dame game. Absolutely. And you know what? We'll always have that moment. <laughs> yeah. How okay, I'm I'm I, I turned the game off because I'm watching ESPN scroller, but I want to know how Ohio State dead ball team rebound is a thing, but Cody McMahon makes a re Makes a free throw. They're up 59-54, minute 33 to go. But, like, I – this is so weird. Like, I've never been, like, uninterested in a college basketball – a college basketball se- season with men's anyways. But I'm more, like, focused – like, 
on the spring game. I'm like, I'm ready for the spring game, like Ohio State spring game. Obviously, we're both baseball fans. We're you're diehard Yankees, and I'm diehard Reds fan. We're excited about that pitchers catcher re- report here in a couple of weeks. But like, I'm so ready. <laughs> I'm ready for football. Like, I'm ready for pitchers and catcher. I just, it's it's yeah. great. It's it, like, ah, uh, like from March to like April. And like when you start drafting your fantasy teams or your baseball teams, I live for it. It's it's like the best. It's the best sign of spring, brother. And dude, and I play the heck out of MLB the show. So I'm terrible at MLB the show. Those games. I, I'm pretty good, but my dude doesn't ever get called up. So that's what I'm. <laughs> that's what I get mad. At. I always put him at stupid positions. <laughs> so. All right, conference championship this week. Um, all eyes will be on. I know the best game will be at three o'clock, which is Baltimore and um, Kansas City. Um, it's it's like one of those things. I hope both teams lose, but I I have to pull with the Ravens. One Malik Harrison and J.K. Dobbins are on that roster, even though I don't want to pull for a Harbaugh. <laughs> But I just don't want to see Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. There's just no because Buckeyes right in the Chiefs, right? No. Uh-huh. There's no Buckeyes on the Chiefs, I believe, right? No. Oh. Yeah. No. So- <laughs> but as a Bengals well, fan right now, I know this kind of sucks because right now public enemy, enemy number one for the Bengals is the Chiefs. But you also have division rivals in the Ravens. But I'd rather see the Ravens win and get to the Super Bowl than seeing another Chiefs Super Bowl. NFC side, you got Bosa and Chase Young versus Jonah Jackson and Taylor Decker. Like, I want, like, my heart, like, I want, I want, I think I want to pull for San Francisco because I don't want to see the state of Michigan win another title, but I also don't want to see Harbaugh win the title, another Harbaugh. So I mean, I'm like, torn. like in a predicament because. <laughs> Like San Francisco, I don't like California. I, I could care less about California. I don't want to really see San Francisco win a title. I like, yeah, with Michigan, Michigan wins another title. They'll be insufferable. Harbaugh wins a title. They'll still be insufferable because they'll be like, Harbaugh won a title. But then it's like, do you want tra- like Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, Taylor Swift, and all them to win a title? No. <laughs> Even though I think Jason Kelsey at the Super Bowl as a spectator would be really funny. <laughs> I guess the most entertaining one would be Lions Chiefs, like a rematch. I, my prediction is the the Super Bowl is gonna. It has to be a red team and a, like a purple team. And there's it's Forty Niners Ravens. It's Forty Niners Ravens or Lions Chiefs. Uh, yeah, Lions Chiefs because like they could kind of be like a darker shade. Uh, you can make an argument that's a Lions color and the Chiefs colors. So I, it's probably gonna be Ravens Forty Niners, but it's. Or it's going to be that other other iteration. I won't. And, I, and I want and I want the Niners to win. Chase Young, Nick Bosa, and when I was a kid, I loved the right the Forty ers Jerry Rice, Steve Young, JJ Stokes, Terrell Owens. You know Herman Hanks, De- uh, Bryant Young, Dana Stubblefield, um, all them guys, Garrison Hurst, Ricky Waters. But like when they traded Jerry Rice to the Raiders, I cried. I was in sixth grade, so don't worry. And then that's when I became diehard Bengals fan because my dad liked the Bengals. And so I still kind of have a soft spot for the 49ers. So I think I'm rooting for the 49ers all the way. 
plus Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice getting traded for the 49 from the 49ers for you was like Jake Plummer getting traded to like the Buccaneers for me. <laughs> I feel like because I that was like my favorite player who got traded when I was like in sixth grade. And I was crushed. But yeah. you have the goat, and mine was Jake Plummer. So <laughs> you lost to Iowa State in the 97 Rose Bowl. Legend. I love Jake the Snake. So Next week, unless some more college football news happens, um, it's going to be about basketball, a little bit about basketball. And maybe, you know, there ain't no, no the Super Bowl we really can't preview because that's the following week. It might be one of those scramble things. So, yeah, we'll see. Unless Ohio State can roll off some victories in basketball. Premier Delin. Oh, also R.I.P. Tom on Twitter. Oh, good guy. Very sad. Well, because we we have a little left in the show. R.I.P. Tom, legend. Like, like oh, he always used to quote like our Hilton Head tweet. Um, posted that video like once or twice a week. Like, and then also like legend on Twitter just for all the oh like so this is about to happen tweets. Like just a picture of like a some type of bar food a beer and like a new bar every time. RIP Tom, great guy. Um I think there's like a GoFundMe for his family or something. I don't know. It's I someone posted it. Check it out. But that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Uh have a drink for Tom, but um as always, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bunch of Nuts podcast. Um and just we got two games of football this week. Let's go. Yep. Yeah.